One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That baseline. All right, next week, let's do that. I like that. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Oh, I'm frazzled. Yeah. Came in and hot today. This is post work for me, pre work for you. Yeah. We got a limited time, but we're going to make this shit work. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no new reviews. Nope. No new ratings. All right. No emails. Thank, Actually, thank you, everybody, for keeping the show streamlined this right. week. I actually had a lot of emails, but none of them pertaining to this show. Okay. It's all just ads and shit. Uh, no new Patreons, but we didn't lose any of this week, and we are not on any charts. Word. No one has Venmoed us a dollar in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Hippie Hater for our 200th sent us 25 bucks, which was nice. So technically, yeah. he has 25 fuck yous coming to anyone he wants. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, just start cashing them in. Yeah, just start DMing me. All right. <laughs> um, but most importantly, Daniel, mm. what's the number one movie in America? All right, I had a tough time with this because there were some, there's like a re releases and uh, mm-hmm. movies that weren't, mm-hmm. I didn't thought that big, so I didn't know what was going to be up and down. But so my guess is uh, Spider Man No Way Home with bonus features. Ah! Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Incorrect. Uh, What's well, the number one movie in America, Dan? God damn, uh, the Invitation? Fuck you. Bullet Train? <laughs> Fuck you. Jesus, Top Gun? It is Top Gun. Oh my Gun. god, you're shitting Top me. Gun. This past weekend, <laughs> Top Gun. I thought Six I was being million. generous keeping it in like the number four spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here, I'm going to lay it out. Number one, six million Top Gun. Number two. Okay, six million. That makes more sense. Number two is Bullet Train with 5.8. Number okay. three, Spider-Man No Way Home re-release at 5.4. God damn. Not a great show. Yeah. Uh, fans are apparently incredibly divided because like... Yes, there are things that were not in the movie. No, it's not very much. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, pe- what are you going to add to an already two and a half hour plus movie? Right. <laughs> so it's like eight minutes or something. And like already the people that are going to see this have already seen it multiple times. Oh, years. yeah. They want a new experience and it's not. No. Nah. The shit was cut for a reason. Exactly. Number four, DC League of Super Pets with five oh, million. Oh, I dropped that one off on my list. And number five, The Invitation. God 4.9. Nowhere. Get a single one, right? Nowhere near. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I guess in fairness, all four of mine were still on the list. <laughs> Just sure. none of them in the right spot. <laughs> and setting yet another record, Top Gun Maverick passes Black Panther for the number five movie of all time. God damn. Uh, which sucks. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, Wakanda Forever is about to come Fuck out. Fuck you. Sure. <laughs> Talk about that. Uh, new trailer for Glass Onion. Yeah. Stupidest name for a movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It like it makes sense when you when you like get into what a glass onion is what's a glass onion um we talked about it before i forget what the uh the actual description but it's like basically like a multi-layered puzzle oh oh, okay yeah. yeah, so it's like okay it's just not an expression most people know gotcha (laughs) Uh, which of course is the second knives out i like that they're going to be called something a knives out story yeah yeah, yeah. i like that uh the cast looks fucking great (laughs) solo a star wars story (laughs) yeah kate odson looks like she's having the time of her fucking life in this oh yeah i'm i'm hyped for it yeah yeah, um, seems to be like Ryan Johnson's like fuck around property. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I can do things now that are not Star Wars, and I'm not you know being led around by the balls. That's what that's yeah, what he's yeah. thinking. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hop into the best story. Um, maybe the best thing that's ever happened in the world of film. Um, oh. <laughs> and like, here we go. 
every <laughs> once in a while there is like a real hero and like th- names like nelson mandela or, <laughs> or chris evans comes to mind <laughs> now that i have your attention right uh and no matter what people say i've watched this video a hundred times and i have a certain suspension of disbelief so mm. i'm gonna say harry styles spit on chris pine <laughs> Boy, does it look like he did. Now, I have read everything about this. I have seen the video breakdowns. Did he actually spit on him? Probably not. But Probably not. the video taken in Venice, the Venice Film Festival, mm-hmm. very much looks like he spit on. And so for like a very short amount of time, yeah. was I the happiest person <laughs> on the planet? Because as I've never brought up on this show before, not at once. Fuck Chris Pine. Yeah. Fuck him and his stupid ass. Fuck him for being rude to me. Fuck him for smoking in an indoor space that you're not allowed to smoke in. Mm-hmm. Fuck him for drop kicking a pizza that fell on people. Jesus. Fuck him for being a drunken idiot man child. Now, mm-hmm. I've been going on Twitter, all of these threads, and everyone <laughs> has all these stories about how decent and what a great guy Chris Pine is and mm. how he's actually the best Chris. And to that, mm. I say, fuck you. He absolutely <laughs> not. As far as I'm concerned, he's worse than Pratt. And I don't even fucking like Chris <laughs> Pratt, but I fucking hate him. I wonder if it's like a Bruce Willis situation where it's like how Kevin Smith describes, like some people get the sun, some people get the moon. Maybe <laughs> I got the moon. Yeah. Right, so, so here's what we're going to say. So if you, if you don't know, the movie is Don't Worry, Darling. And it had mm-hmm. a premiere at the Venice Film Festival. And there's so much shit going on with this movie. <laughs> we talked about Shia LaBeouf being fired. Yep. Uh, Olivia Wilde having to be in the movie herself. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, I didn't even know this, but like apparently Olivia Wilde, well, no, we talked about last week, Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh are not getting along. Yeah. Because Olivia, Hardcore. Or, <laughs> Florence Pugh is friends with Jason Sudeikis. But I did mm-hmm. not know that this had been an ongoing, I thought this was like new news, but everyone's been talking about it. And then uh, <laughs> Harry Styles apparently not getting along with Chris Pond. Uh, a couple things to come out of this. Yeah. Uh, one. Yep. One. If if he actually did spit on him, mm-hmm. absolute fucking hero. It means I am now <laughs> the world's biggest Harry Styles fan. <laughs> I will see every movie he's in. I will applaud him. Was he uh, Eros in the uh, yeah. MCU which upcoming? I, which I wasn't about. Now the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah. Now he's my favorite it's MCU. Like, now I get it. <laughs> Guess what? Eros is better than Captain America. Eros is better than Tony Stark. Because these men may have saved the world, but they never spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> so don't worry, darling, uh, which looks phenomenal, but has getting really mixed reviews. So yeah, it came m- out. Mixed is seems to be uh, yeah. yeah, generous. So here's what happened. Don't worry, darling, has a 43% score in Rotten Tomatoes with an mm-hmm. average critic rating of 5.3 out of 10. Problems with the movie, according to these negative reviews, of which I've read many, include <laughs> Olivia Wilde's poor direction, mm-hmm. uh, muddy script, Mm. Muddled, muddled themes, mm. slow pace, and Harry Styles' performance, which I says is ridiculous for the greatest actor of our time, Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we don't know about actor, but person. <laughs> nope. He's the greatest actor, the greatest musician, of course, the greatest human being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a, a quote from a thing that was the, uh, the the relationship between Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde reportedly caused Wilde to be distracted while shooting the film, forcing cinematographer Matthew Labatique uh-huh. uh, to step in and direct several scenes. So I did see that. So I guess like they had too good a chemistry, and Olivia Wilde is dating Harry Styles. 
Yeah, apparently while she started dating him while she was still married to Jason Sudeikis. Which I don't care. I don't care because sometimes you're in marriages and it's like, okay, we're too busy to do the divorce. You can be emotionally divorced and I'm totally cool with that. A ring and a wedding license doesn't mean nothing. Apparently he was not. Okay. But she obviously was. Watermelon sugar, baby. She got served uh, custody know, papers, yeah. yeah. While she was giving While a she talk was promoting somewhere. this movie, <laughs> <laughs> on stage Fuck promoting you. the Which, movie <laughs> again, super uncool. I'm not yeah, Jason fairly, Sudeikis's J- Yeah, Sudeikis apparently said like he was horrified that was not what he intended. I'm but... horrified there's been a backlash <laughs> to me doing this to her. Uh, now, I've had an event with Jason Sudeikis, really nice guy, but mm-hmm. we don't know how fucking petty he is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not Team S- Sudeikis on this one. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah. moving on. Uh, so Olivia Wilde, uh, so one, I saw a quote of her saying that like that, that rumor is not true. Mm. Uh, but again, like when you're doing press, you'll say whatever. Yeah. She defended, uh, don't worry, darling star Florence Pugh's decision to not do any press for the movie outside of attending the premiere in Venice. Mm. Uh, she says, Florence is one of the most in-demand actresses in the universe. She's <laughs> on set on Dune. I gather that some people expect her to be engaging more on social media. Mm. I didn't hire her to post. I hired her to act. She fulfilled every single expectation I had of her, and that's all that matters to me. Which okay. is like, share, but like the normal shit you hear is like, oh no, we're great friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's keeping this really business. Yeah, uh, she fulfilled her contract. Right. She also <laughs> says Florence's performance in this film is astounding. It's just baffling to me that the media would rather focus on baseless rumors and gossip, thereby <laughs> overshadowing her profound no. talent. The media wanted yeah, to right. focus on gossip. I'm all about this. <laughs> Uh, she deserves more than that, as does this movie and everyone who worked so hard on it. Uh, again, there's now every negative review I've read mm-hmm. in the negative reviews. The only positives are Florence Pugh is amazing in this. Yeah, Everything that's like the most consistent thing is like everybody agrees. Florence Pugh is phenomenal. Right. This movie is trash. <laughs> so I also, you know, I have a really hard like the movie Oblivion. I hate when everything mm-hmm. is just like a rehashed derivative. And yeah, it's like there's yeah, no reason. Yeah. Everyone's saying this is like if you took the Truman Show and the Matrix and put it in a blender, you get this movie, Mm. which makes me want to see it, but also might piss me off. Yeah. Now, uh, Chris Pine's rep came out and said this. This is a ridiculous story. A complete fabrication and the result of an odd online illusion that is clearly deceiving and allows for foolish speculation. Just to be clear, Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. There is nothing but respect between these two men, and any suggestion otherwise is a blatant attempt to create drama that simply does not exist. Well, yes. But also, he fucking spit on them. It really looks like he did. I totally under... Benefit of the doubt, he probably didn't. Suspension of disbelief, he definitely did it. Yeah. Uh, um, Now, Styles is in the middle of his residency at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, you got this? Yeah. Uh, and then there's all these funny Twitter videos of, like, he came he got came on stage and he said something tantamount to, sorry, I just had to fly to Venice to spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. And he, but it's such a pithy delivery that yeah. it could be a joke because, but he could absolutely be like, fuck Chris Pine. I spit on him. That just yeah. boyish I'm smile. Gonna, I'm going to play this off. So right. it can be read both ways. And, and it him is. being the greatest actor of our generation. Right. Could be <laughs> can anything. Pull it off. <laughs> you mean Daniel Day Lewis too? Yes. Absolutely. Harry Styles. No matter when I see this movie, no matter how bad his acting is, I'm gonna talk about how fucking great it is. Because for a few moments I was so happy because fuck Chris Pine. Uh is it all the start? Yeah. I just popped very quickly to Venice to spit on Chris Pine. That's what he said. 
<laughs> uh, before we move on, do you have anything else to say about this? I think you pretty much hit okay. on all the uh, all the points. Yeah. And like, by the way, I was already <laughs> excited to see this movie because the trailer is fucking top notch. Yeah. But now, like, all the drama surrounding it, I hope it gets, like, a big boost because now there's, again, there's a lot of talk for <laughs> Yeah, it. no news is bad news. Right. Like, <laughs> the Queen of England just fucking died, and I don't care because Harry Styles <laughs> spit on Chris Pine. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, Shia LaBeouf says he was not uh, fired. Fire, he said, yeah, he And he, he, like, has receipts, like, sent, oh. sent screenshots of text messages between him and Olivia Wilde oh. of him explaining why he was leaving the movie. Oh. <laughs> and then a video later, a couple days later of her asking him to reconsider and come back to the <gasps> <What>? movie. <laughs> saying That's that, like, juicy. acknowledging that Shia LaBeouf and Florence Pugh were having issues and basically blaming Florence Pugh. Oh, I saw that throwing her under the bus. she called her Miss Flo. Yeah. Meaning, like, not only is her name Florence, but also she's ragging all the time. Yeah. Which is, like, as a woman director, and again, not that you should be held to a different standard, but, like, to say, fuck this bitch, she's ragging, is fucked up. Yep. And, like, again, like, (laughs) if that was a male director, I would cancel the shit out of him. Yeah, that's how you uh, don't get your lead actress to uh, do press press or tweet out your movie poster. But she doesn't need the press now because this (laughs) movie has more press than fucking Avatar. Yep. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think Olivia Wilde's trying to save face and is trying to work again at some point in the future. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, she seems to be handling it fine. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) From visionary creator Taylor Sheridan comes 1883, a Yellowstone origin story, a prequel to television's number one show, Yellowstone, featuring a star-studded cast including Academy Award nominee Sam Elliott, Elliott, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and cameos from Academy Award winners Tom Hanks and Billy Bob Thornton. I know them. Dive deeper into the Dutton family's origin story with over two hours of behind-the-scenes bonus content, including never-before-seen featurettes with the cast and crew. 1883, a Yellowstone origin story is available on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital now. Hell yeah. You should absolutely go buy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only because Tom Hanks and Billy Bob Thornton are in it, mm-hmm. but do you know who worked on 1883? Who? Hattie Cook. Oh, shit. And if you're a fan of this show from the beginning, you know that Hattie was one of the... Um, I won't say one of the founders of 5 by 5 but definitely one of the people that made 5 by 5 what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say was because it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like one of the first podcast networks ever in existence mm-hmm. and created uh, by Dan Benjamin. And she worked for Dan for years and years and years. And she fucking killed it. And I will Hell tell yeah. you, we would not have the show if not for Hattie pushing for us at the show because Dan Benjamin does not fucking like me. <laughs> um you think Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? No. Dan Benjamin has spit in my face no less than half a dozen times. One time he ball tapped me and I threw a Coke at his face. And I do feel bad about that. But Dan ben- but Hattie was like, you don't understand the incredible talent and the like the, the possibility of the show. So Hattie Cook, um, when she left by five by five, she tried a bunch of different things, ended up being a production assistant on eighteen eighty three. That's fucking cool. So for like the last I want to say like two years I've seen like on her Instagram, like, Oh, here's me out in the wilderness and here's me hanging out with Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. And that. Uh, so I like, and I think everyone should go buy 1883 or digital download. It. Hell yeah. There we go. Moving on. Tim Burton's Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman I've, returns. I've heard of him. Batman returns. <laughs> this is a sequel. 
And the animated Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, which mm-hmm. is fucking tight, yep. will play in Cinemark Theaters on Batman Day, September 17th. Ah, oh, that's cool. But you know what I don't see on that list? Fuck you! I don't see Christian Bale. Fuck you! <laughs> For a Batman Fuck Day. You! <laughs> Fuck you! You would think. Fuck you! Fuck you! You think they might bring back some of the more commercially... Uh, mm, success- I guess they were yeah. all commercially ex- uh, successful. Successful, yeah. but I feel like... If you're going to do Batman Day, bring Dark Knight in. Right? That's my... Well, that's not true. Animated Batman's my Batman, but... Yeah. I do like Bale Batman. Give me some fucking Adam West, too. Yeah. There you go. Do the... For doing repertory stuff. Like it's... <laughs> so, interesting you should say that, because you can show the movie Batman mm. 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't show the um, series, because the rights to the series are in flux and, like, in quotes mm. and stuff. Yeah, But yeah. you can show that. You could show the Adam West Batman. You could show a lot. Uh, I did reach out to our friend Christian Bale. I said, hey, man, what do you think? Uh, they're not showing your Batman movies. He said, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! And I said, Christian, that's not in- totally clear. Can you follow? Can you be a little more concise? And he said, Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, that's enough of that. It's incredible. He makes time for us every week. Every single week. <laughs> uh, just in time for Wakanda Forever, the Lego group reveals the perfect Black Panther display item that you can build yourself. They made, so they've been making these like Star Wars and Marvel helmet displays, and they're mm. about the size of a softball. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I'm, well, no, I guess I'm thinking of a grapefruit. Yeah, like, like a big grapefruit. And a big grapefruit. The size of a tangerine. I like when we record during the day and loud cars go by. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so uh, they made this thing, and it is a life-size bust of mm. Black Panther with the arms crossed. Oh. Uh, it's hideous. No. Nah. It does not look good. I don't think this suit translates into Lego as well. Yeah. And like. That's I, true. It's a lot of like subtle curves and textures that doesn't right. quite read in I Lego. And I feel like they're cashing in. They're yeah, kind of cashing that's... in. Yeah. Lego is usually a little better about that stuff. Like if you were going to do, I would have rather like an ultimate collector series, Black Panther Wakanda set, like make a set mm. of Wakanda yeah, instead yeah. of just here's an ugly bust. Yeah. Because the bus stuff, the helmets, some people love them. I think they're ugly as sin. I'll never buy any of them. Mm. They're like seventy-five to hundred bucks. The size of a grapefruit, <laughs> and they're not—they're not good. They're just too blocky. Yeah. Just you know, get one of those like metal earth sculptures instead or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was it. <laughs> veteran actor Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. who is starring in the upcoming James Cameron film Avatar: The Way of Water. Boy, howdy, she is. Learned parkour to train for the movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay. My theory from last week is completely shattered. I yeah. do not think she'll be yeah, like, not like one spirit kind of realm. Spirit. Yeah, so here's what it says. I don't voice this because I know that I'll get toasted mercilessly about what a wuss I am. But I think that <laughs> everyone enjoys working with Jim because he does he does demand so much. On Avatar The Way of Water, I was older than a lot of the other people and we had to do a lot of parkour. We had to do burpees. We had to do free diving. <laughs> if you don't you don't love these jobs where you have to learn some really outlandish thing, but you uh, that you keep with you for the rest of your life. Free diving, especially. I'm grateful that we spent a year doing the free diving. Wow. So yeah, like so, jumping off cliffs in the water, kind of shit. Right. So uh, my guess, I thought free diving was just when you dive down super super deep without like an apparatus. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I think you are correct. Um, I think because so much, just you have to learn to hold your breath because you're doing so much underwater. Yeah. So my guess now is just that Grace is back in her avatar body. Yeah. Because like, why else would she have to be doing parkour? Her her human body is dead. 
D-E-D. Yeah. She just uh, uploaded her consciousness before her yeah. human body died. That or they brought her back the same way they brought Quaritch. Because if you look at the trailer, mm. Quaritch is back. And he's back in his uh, back in an Avatar body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my theory for Quaritch uh, is that they got his dead body, cloned mm. his DNA, and that the technology of the time, because they can kind of like... You can shoot your brain into another body, and they yeah. just downloaded his brain. Yeah, it's true. You can you can make bodies. You can put you, your right. consciousness into the bodies. That the text all right. there. They told uh you know uh, Jake Sully that they were going to give him his legs back. Here you go, yeah. fix like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah anything yeah. with money. So I think they just download his brain into an avatar body. He becomes a thing he fucking hates, mm. and he just lives on Pandora, and he's just in charge of the army there. Word. That's my new thing. But I think Grace. I think either the humans did it or she just wakes up in her avatar body. Like, y'all didn't wait two minutes. Yeah. I woke up. Now I'm <laughs> in my avatar body. Uh, well, we may get some more information on that this weekend. Uh, which brings me to my next story. Yeah. A recent Disney social media post with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine mm. sparked speculation on an MCU X-Men announcement. Oh, snap. Uh, so next week is D23. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, they did this post. It basically like, uh, said tomorrow. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was next week. Yeah, no, it's the uh, oh, fuck me September the... 9th through the oh. 11th. Well, fuck me. Yeah, Friday to Sunday. God, it's September. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> basically, it's just the, uh, you know when he goes back in Days of Future Past and he pops his claws out and they're bone claws? Yes. It's just that little clip of him popping and looking at his claws and it says, join us, you know, oh, September man. 9th through 11th. So, way to bury the fucking lead. Wow. I love it. Uh, looks like the, yeah, the Marvel panel is on Saturday. Hold on. Uh oh, it's time for Dan News You Know Now. Fuck you. Yeah, Disney put out the schedule for uh, the weekend. Um, and I, I highlighted some cool things. Uh, Friday, I guess we'll go in order. Uh, Friday, they have a Simpsons panel. They're, they're embracing all of the previous Fox stuff into. Uh-huh. Uh, into the D23 uh, shenanigans. I would not have thought a Simpsons panel because mm-hmm. I thought this would be throwaway, but apparently that's the number one thing watched on Disney+. Plus. I'd literally put it on every night to fall asleep, it's too. so funny. Yeah. I would not have thought of all Disney+, Plus. Simpsons is their, by far their most popular thing. Yeah. Um, so they're doing, yeah, they start, they kick off the whole thing with like a uh, Disney Legends Award ceremony. Um, oh. And then looks like pretty much while that's happening in a different room, um, on the premiere stage uh, uh-huh. will be the Simpsons panel. They've got some uh, ABC stuff um, and the Disney and Marvel Games Showcase, oh. uh, as well as the Disney and Pixar panel oh. is all happening on Friday. Uh, Saturday, though, is going to be the big fucking news day because mm-hmm. they're starting off. Uh, it's a two hour Looks like a 10 a.m. to noon uh, Pacific time. Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios panel, where presumably they're going to be talking about things like all of the dates in Phase 6 for Marvel that they put up on a screen and said, here's a bunch of dates. Next. (laughs) If you're confused about what that noise is, it's my penis. (laughs) Uh, Lucasfilm, so we're going to probably get uh, Mando Season 3 stuff. Yeah, sure. All of the Star Wars shows. Uh, possibly something about Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie. Nice. Um, and maybe a trailer for Indiana Jones 5. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the uh, 20th century. Horse. Yeah, the 20th century studios panel. Um, Fuck yeah. Presumably will mostly be about Avatar. <laughs> right, of course. Presumably a two and three. Uh, then after that, which I, th- I thought was interesting, they gave an entire panel just for was Marvel's uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, oh. which is an animated series that sure. they're putting on the Disney Channel. So oh. not on Disney Plus. It's but like four for kids. young kids, it's like Lower Decks, yeah, or like that new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, kids. exactly. It's it's one of the the newly formed Marvel Animation Studio. Sure. Um, one of their projects, um, and it makes sense for the to be a kids show because it's Moon Girl is a I think a nine year old, right? And, uh, Lunella Lafayette, um, who's got a uh, best friend is a giant dinosaur who's red. Same, <laughs> yeah. Um, but as a delightful comic, she's supposed to be the Fuck single yeah. the single smartest person in the MCU. Oh, really? Yeah, and like oh. one of the first issues. Uh, of her comic she like solves like a puzzle that reed richards developed to figure out how people's like oh. intelligence worked <laughs> nice um and it like by solving the puzzle it made her smarter than reed richards <laughs> oh <laughs> and she's nine <laughs> so like it's like it. really cool um and again embracing uh fox stuff uh bob's burgers a conversation with the cast and creative team is its entire panel on uh, on Saturday as well. No, it's, um, can I tell you a funny story? Mm. Uh, the other day, as you know, me me and the girl were like perusing through like things to watch. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, like we haven't watched the Bob's Burgers movie. We should really watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just looked at me incredulously. I'm like, what? She goes, she just looked at me. She goes, you got high as fuck <laughs> and watched that and talked about how great it was for like hours straight. To which I replied, I've never gotten high in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Drugs are oh for losers. Uh, fantastic. But anyway, I'm really excited to experience that movie twice. Because then slowly. You, you the spirited. Yeah. I did burgers. the spirited when we watched the spirit. I can't remember a thing about that movie. But it was amazing in the moment. That is phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm excited to rewatch that. This time, less elevated. What else you got? Um, so apparently, uh, Disney will be, uh, live streaming a lot of the panels, but not the major panels for Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel. That's bullshit. Yep. Um, but there will be like press in the audience. So we'll get a lot of, you know, accounts and I'm assuming they'll also like put up, you know, trailers on YouTube and stuff uh, at the same time. So that's your, uh, D23 stuff to look forward to. And I do. Um, Netflix declares it's Morbin time. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, Netflix Geeked, which is Netflix's like nerdy Twitter. Okay. Um, says it's Morbin time. Morbius is now streaming on Netflix. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Do they add in a scene? Hold on, I gotta go to Netflix. <laughs> uh, apparently, the description of the movie just says it's starring Jared Leto and like the name of the director. As a result of <laughs> no, it says Dr. Michael Morbius. Oh, mm. I lost it. Huh? Oh, maybe they finally added a description. Dr. Michael Morbius has finally found a cure for his illness, the side effects, super strength, sonic speed, and an unquenchable thirst for blood. <laughs> Listen to that fucking In music. In respects, I've succeeded far beyond anything I could have imagined. All right, shut the fuck up. For the first time. <laughs> I am excited to watch Morbin Time. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, it finally wreck. is Morbin time in that it's for free on a service <laughs> I already have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, last thing I have is uh, Joker Folly Adieu has added another cast member. I'm that's never pretty dope. Say that right. uh, I'm a. I, I hoping I am. <laughs> um, uh, get Out actor Catherine Keener has Fuck been yeah, added dude. in a secret role. Death to Smoochie actor oh, Catherine Keener. Goddamn right. 40-year-old virgin actor Catherine mm-hmm. Keener. Uh, Academy Award nominee for Being John Malkovich and Capote. Oh, shit. She wasn't mm-hmm. Being John Malkovich. She was yep. great. What a fucking career. Right? She need, She should have won an Oscar for that. Saying. For Death to Smoochie. Oh, my God. I love that fucking movie. So much. How'd you do it, Fudgy the Whale? Fire she blows. <laughs> it's, it's a, it, it's it's a it's a rocket, rocket ship. ship. <laughs> We're flying to the moon on our. Uh, so I now work with someone who was the lead writer of Barney for ten years. What? Did I tell you that? Yeah, <laughs> one of my coworkers. I definitely forgot. Uh, was the lead writer for Barney for ten years and worked with like you know like Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez yeah, yeah, yeah. and children, which is pretty cool. But I, I brought up, I'm like, you've seen Death to Smoochie. She goes. I've seen Death this movie. I'm like, how accurate is it? She goes, more than I like to admit. And I was <laughs> oh, like, shit! Because <laughs> I'm like, being the head writer of Barney, I have to imagine that it's a constant battle of them being like, hey, add more dinosaurs so we can sell more toys versus you mm. were like, I would like to educate some children. Yep. And just like, I could see the PTSD and they <laughs> yeah, were just, just like thousand yep. yard stare yep, that's it. and i was like have you ever put on the costume and they're like what no and i'm like first thing i do <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I want i want to wear barney's skin that's yeah right. i'll put it on and look in the mirror that's, that's right <laughs> hello again to all my friends <laughs> but i do it as maddie baloney oh absolutely yeah all right uh what else you got uh, and then, oh, the uh, the last thing that I have is uh, Regal Cinema's owner, Cineworld Group, yeah. just kicked off their Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings. <laughs> hey, oh, we're out of money. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do? Their, uh, the statement Fuck that they you. put out uh, is like all just fucking gibberish to me. It's okay. all like legalese kind of right. announcement stuff. But apparently... Uh, what is it? Uh, the Cineworld Group is a London-based British entertainment conglomerate. What? Um, That's but because bullshit. it's, uh, they also own Regal in the states. Um, they filed bankruptcy in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in the Southern District of Texas. Oh, nice. Good yeah. for us. Uh, I guess it makes sense that something named Regal would be British-owned. Yeah, right. I never put that together. <laughs> yeah, me neither. All right. Well, fucking it. Yeah. Yeah, looks like it's basically they're restructuring the company, but right. also trying to maintain being a movie theater that right. is operating while they're doing it, is essentially what the bankruptcy sure. thing is all for. Well, I know other theater chains that got through it, so yeah. hopefully they do too. Yep. And those chains can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. I think this might be the greatest musician of all time. <laughs> a lot of people would agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I ever put together that this is a um a cunnilingus uh, term. Huh. Because the whole video is like very oh, cunnilingusy. Song names. Uh, and it's watermelon <laughs> sugar. And like, oh, all the watermelons are cut to look like vaginas. And he is just eating them in between women's legs. 
which <laughs> makes sense pretty, because yeah. Yeah. in, in, uh, in Don't Worry Darling, there's a kind of lingus scene. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Uh, I hate most of the reboots. And I think <laughs> yeah. most people do. They're just money grabs. Um, yeah. I actually re-put on the reboot of RoboCop. Uh, because <laughs> I just... The one I always think about yeah. when we're talking about yeah. like, reboots. <laughs> because I just... I wanted to watch the horror, the body horror part mm-hmm. again. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Boy, that is such a rough fucking scene to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I... I I don't remember half the people in this fucking movie. Like, do you remember who the villain is? Uh, nope. Michael Keaton. Really? Do you remember who the doctor who is in charge of RoboCop is? Nope. Gary Oldman. Oh. Yeah, like, there's so many stars in this movie, but you forget <laughs> they, it's They were so like, bad. oh, well, this is guaranteed. We got the star power. It is <laughs> a star-studded movie. It's just shit. <laughs> and then uh, like, the antagonist is the guy that played Rorschach, who, like, in 2014 oh, okay. was a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, in the era of reboots, the 1984 cult classic, The Never Ending Story, is the next I to be revived. For oh, yeah? Modern <laughs> will be revived for modern audiences. Studios are right now bidding for the rights to this. Yep. Apparently never on gonna... both sides of the Atlantic, there's companies in a right. bidding war for this thing. One, it's not going to be good. No. Two, like, <laughs> you're never going to recreate the magic of Artax dying. Like, No. Is it Artex or Artex? Artex? I don't remember. Artex? I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It's uh, um, a long movie. Yeah, like, you know the dragon's <laughs> gonna look like shit. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like... Yeah, they're just gonna CG it all. It's gonna... Right. Nah. No matter what race or gender you cast in this, people are gonna say it's too woke or it's too conservative. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot redo this kind of movie. Nope. Um. Yeah, I'm just mad. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Don't do it. It's it was lightning in a bottle and you can't recapture that. That. Like there are certain things that are beloved. Like reboot something <laughs> and I, I I forget which filmmaker said this. It might have been Kevin someone said it. But it was like stop rebooting the good movies, reboot the shitty ones. Yeah. Take a second stab at it. <laughs> you know, just do it better. Do an Ocean's 13, you know, like yeah. when when 12 I, sucks. I feel like the the time that it maybe would have at least made their money back hmm. would have been right after the season of Stranger Things where they sing the theme song oh, in right. the show. Sure. <laughs> like if it was fucking ready to go in theaters. But I think about you know. like how they did the Dark Crystal reboot and it was like it yeah. was fine didn't get the, the original magic you know yeah it's never gonna i hate it don't do it <laughs> fuck you it's time to lighten the mood before we go but damn what was the funniest story of the week i thought it was a fucking spit gate it was we're gonna talk about it again <laughs> harry styles spit on chris pine suspension of disbelief he fucking spit on him fuck you chris pine i hate you and the world's most handsome man best actor best musician probably best arts and crafts if i'm being honest fucking spit on you chef at the craft service table i saved this part so like and when they were in venice they were doing press together and harry goes on this like 90 second monologue that is the most bizarre fucking fever dream and, he, and i'm gonna paraphrase it because i couldn't find a good recording of it but it was like oh you know this movie it, it really feels like um like a film you know like like a real like a real movie like you would you would go to the theater and watch this and 
It would be like a film, like a movie. <laughs> and he goes, he does this for like 90 seconds. And what he's trying to say is like, it's, it's an old timey, like real classic. You'll yeah, get a better yeah. thing. But he just keeps going. And meanwhile. As, as Martin Scorsese would call cinema. Right, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But it's like at least 90 seconds long. And Chris Pine is just sitting in a chair next to him with the most thousand yard stare. He is not smiling. His eyes are not blinking. He is just in a place in his brain where he's like, I just need to get through this. Because A1, he's like, Wow, this guy's never had to do press for movies and hasn't wanted to nope. talk about. Or two, this guy just fucking spit on me. <laughs> but it's so funny seeing Harry Styles stumble through this fucking interview, not knowing what to say or how to say it. And Chris Pine, with his stupid outfit and his no socks and his weird hair that is in the in-between phase of being short and long, so it looks like shit, uh, just sitting there like, I'm a classically trained actor. <laughs> And I just have to sit here while this fucking uh, pop star bimbo just fucking spouts off at the mouth. And he fucking spit on me. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Without hyperbole, Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine because I fucking hate Chris Pine. I, I want to think in the headcanon of all of this. Please. Uh, it's Harry Styles just trying to drag out time. <laughs> <laughs> just to make Chris Pine have to sit in front of the cameras for longer. Oh, with a spit stain on his pants. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's just like, I'm going to just do gibberish nonsense. Because he always seems very in control. Yeah. This dude's been doing press since he was a teenager. Right. Like, he knows how to He's speak just... into a microphone. Right. He just wants to <laughs> piss off Chris Pine. Like, oh, you know, it's movies. It's film. You know, it's just movies. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Pine. Fuck you. If I run out the time on all of these questions and get him to not be able to talk... Mwah, oh, that's another part. Yeah, like don't even let this drunk idiot who drops kicks <laughs> who drop kicks pizzas fucking talk. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at five by five film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at five by five the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another five by five the movies. Roll, Roll credits. <laughs> This doesn't get us a copyright strike. Nothing will. Nothing's gonna. Nothing will.